Welcome. Welcome to In the Borderlands. To our podcast within the podcast, Looney's Holder Mind, episode 9. We are, as always, Torgrim Mellumstene from Norway. Mikael Öberg from Sweden. And today we are sitting in our respective countries in the winter time. It's getting really cold in here. And for a year we went out under lunar light, under the light of the full moon, and we uh, noted down what intimations or channelings or inspirations that we received. And uh, this year we've been sharing and communicating about these findings uh, on this podcast. We have now come to the January moon and we have chosen the name Wolf Moon for this one. Oh, indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Yes. And for this moon, we uh, basically continued from last moon. Yeah, the December moon, the winter moon. Yeah, mm. qu- quite a straight path, actually, because I, I continued with Shiva mm. that I was talking about last time. And yeah, Shiva you, on the mountain. Yeah, mm. Shiva on the mountaintop meditating. And you, you went to have another talk with your shaman indeed yeah. i didn't plan plan it he just no, appeared it took happens. me by the scruff of his neck like a like a wolf carrying a pup and you know that's that shaman i mean i envision him as a as a older <clears throat> older man without any concern for anyone else uh, <laughs> and quite uh, you know uh, to the direct and to the point and he wears mm. this wolf head or like a wolf, wolf cloak made out of a wolf wolf skin a real and, um, tough love kind of guy a tough love kind of guy indeed that's that's how he how he rolls and uh, this time i was sitting uh, on the shore of this uh, this beach but on the like slick frosty quite icy stones uh close to the like cliffs small cliffside close to the, the the oslo fjord and the moon was completely obscured everything was covered in the, the sky was gray as if it was covered in basically a wolf skin That's, that was my association and as i was sitting there i was quite frustrated because uh, we had just been on a wonderful week-long retreat together in sweden yeah where we had really explored both doing a lot of podcasts and explored like uh yeah, creativity, mythology, and magic, basically, yep. what we like. And we've been in the borderlands <laughs> together, and we, I was feeling so energized, filled with this inner heat and ready to take on the world. And I came back to the homestead, to the hearth, and uh, I kind of went straight back into this old groove of not knowing how to spend my energy. Mm. And so I kind of, it, just, it was just spilling out everywhere on t- into these old old habits, like uh, where I don't know what to do, surfing social media, playing computer games without mm. any kind of clear purpose, or just not not being able to focus it but sometimes when you're really high and then you, you really go you're not able to use it somehow it just yeah yeah you you, you feel too inspired in a way too, in, too inspired <laughs> and then i so i was very frustrated as i was sitting down there and this this shaman came to me then uh mm. appropriately as it was the wolf moon and he gave me some kind of that he bared his fangs at me and really, yeah. really went straight to the point it was quite harsh mm. and uh, one of the things that he said also is that I'm not able to be a proper container, mm. and I, or at least I think I'm not. Mm. And uh, but but the story came to me then, like uh, I, I, which I saw in a different light. And this story, I we mentioned it briefly during our birthday special, because I mentioned that was the first time I saw you. You were on the stage and you told a story, and I, which I stole later on. But uh, that story 
uh, well, uh, we didn't uh, talk about what kind of story it was at that point, but... Uh, I, yeah, we thought maybe I would just recap it here. Yes. A brief retelling of this story. Mm. So, goes like this. A young man asks his mother, why doesn't he have any luck? And the mother, she replies, that's uh, too big a question for a mother to answer. So he has to go to the ends of the earth and talk to the creator. And so he sets off. On his journey, he meets three characters. He meets a wolf, he meets a tree, he meets a young woman. And when they realize that he's going to the ends of the earth to speak to the creator, well, then they ask him to bring questions from them as well. And the wolf wants to know why it doesn't have anything to eat, why it's starving there in the forest. And the tree wants to know why can't it get any nutrition from the ground. And the young woman wants to know why is she so bored. And so the young man, he brings their questions along, he arrives at the ends of the earth and he talks to the creator and he first asks her his question. Why doesn't he have any luck? And well, then he's told by the creator that she's old. An old woman she is. She created the world a long time ago and nowadays her hands are a bit shaky. And she throws life with one hand, luck with the other. So of course, since her hands are a bit shaky, they don't always hit the exact same spot. But his luck is somewhere close to him, closer than he would ever think. The only thing he has to do is to look for it. Then the young man, he asks the other questions and he walks back from the ends of the earth and he's thinking to himself that oh, I should have realized all I have to do is look for my luck closer than I would think. I wonder where can it have been hiding all these years, maybe under my bed at home. And so he picks up the pace and then he walks by the young woman again and she asks him if... The creator had an answer to her question and he tells the young woman, yes, the creator says that you just need some company, that's all, no one can live alone. Oh, says the young woman to the young man, maybe you would like to stay here with me and keep me company. Oh, I'm sorry, says the young man, I'm in a hurry, I need to go back home and look for my luck and on he goes. And he picks up the pace again because he's really eager in anticipation now and it doesn't take him long to pass by the tree. And the creator had an answer for the tree as well. The reason why the tree can't get any nutrition from the ground where it's standing is because of an immense treasure of silver and gold buried beneath its roots. If that treasure is removed, well then, nutrition will come from the ground. Oh, says the tree to the young man, maybe you would like this treasure of silver and gold. I don't need it. Please remove it. All I want is nutrition from the soil. I'm so sorry, says the young man, but I am in a hurry. I need to head back home and look for my luck. And again he picks up the pace, eager in anticipation. Where can his luck be? Where can it be? And he meets the wolf again. Did the creator have an answer for the wolf? Oh yes, says the young man to the wolf. The creator 
told me to tell you. It's all very simple, really. The only thing you have to do is to eat the first idiot that passes by. And that is the end of the story. Which might sound like just an extended joke. And on one level, it, it is. is. But, but on another level, it's also dot, 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 dot yes, because uh, <laughs> as I was sitting there freezing my ass off <laughs> and uh, getting kind of scolded and chastised by this uh, wolf clad shamanic counterpart <laughs> in a, almost like a golem like conversation. Uh, lucky was I that hardly anyone goes to the beach at night in January. <laughs> um so I I, uh, I came to realize that, of course, I felt like I am this young idiot, just walking around, not being able to see anything, and then finally getting eaten by the wolf. And then I, suddenly I realized, oh, I'm not only the young young man, I'm also the wolf, mm. because I'm I'm just I'm because I felt I'm starving. Uh, that that uh, this wolf in me is starving, wants to kind of eat of life, but doesn't do it. Just stays put in a, in a forest devoid of nutrition instead mm. of just walking to another forest where there is a he said yeah of course he's waiting for the first and best idiot because he doesn't but the wolf also could have some agency here so i, I felt like yeah. both the wolf and the young man and then it dawned on me as i was sitting there i was also contemplating impending fatherhood because at that time of course we knew that we were pregnant but it was still some ways off and i, and I, and I realized that ah maybe Maybe, maybe that's what the boy needs. The boy needs to be eaten, and yep. the wolf needs to eat the boy. And that's like, it felt like it's like a necessity for transformation, mm. and uh, that, that uh, both those aspects of me maybe needed to feed off each other. That energy, the the, the kind of alive primal energy that I've been been uh, kind of suppressing for so long. The, this this force of pure creativity. And uh, and uh, go getting, and just and and, and for force like uh, like uh, just just of, and be of force of being, mm. and this kind of boy that doesn't really want to grow up in a sense that this kind of Peter Pan ish quality yeah. that that like like this per person who wants to in a way escape into just play games from his childhood or his teenage years and not really be present in the world mm. and take responsibility. Mm. So in a sense, uh, when you feed that energy to the wolf, the energy of your past, in a way, the, the shit of your past, you, may give it, you, you use that to give nutrition to the new plant yeah. that will grow. And that, then it, and it became quite, I didn't actually realize it that clearly at the time, but uh, li uh, listening back to the, the recording, yeah. I, 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 I realized, ah, maybe there is a good point there after all. Yeah. That, uh, there, is, there is some kind of hope in that, or that the necessity for letting your energies feed on them on the, on each other to to kind of sustain a new a new growth yeah um, yeah because after that of course the wolf probably the wolf then becoming a, co a combination of the boy yeah, yeah. and the wolf uh, be suddenly being full we probably decide, okay, it's stupid of me to just stay here and just yeah. wait for idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to go somewhere else with a better hunting ground. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so that might be the the dot 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 of the story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Give some movement. Yeah. Because mm. like you say, the wolf is static. It stays yes. in the forest. But of course, maybe it also stays in the forest because it doesn't have food, so it doesn't have enough 
energy, energy to move on. Exactly, but it, and it needs the energy of the boy. Yeah. To uh, and if you look at all of these aspects, of course, it's just different aspects of a, of one person. Then that yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Mm. And the, and it's like in the beginning of the story when the young man meets the wolf the first time. Mm. It, I mean, in a sense, it's also the creator telling the wolf it's an idiot because <laughs> yeah. because it's already <laughs> met the young man. It's it's interesting why yeah. Yeah. it's like it doesn't. It doesn't dawn upon the wolf that it yeah. could eat the young man. Why? Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because you're a wolf. Just be who you are in a yeah. sense. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, he's, ba he's basically just pointing out the obvious to, yeah. to every every single one of these creatures in a sense. that uh, yeah. Well, it's not maybe so obvious for the tree that there's a treasure underneath. But, uh, but you know, it's still, it's like um, the solutions are quite, quite when, it, when, when put forth, they are quite like... Uh, up in the day they're not very complicated uh, no. solutions they're quite easy and yeah. uh, if you're present I think in a sense which no, none of these really are mm. maybe because they are um, uh, like, like this idea of companionship doesn't strike the young woman she just feels bored but she's, but she's unable to reflect as to why and the, the, the yeah. wolf is hungry unable as to ref reflect as to what he can do with the situation yeah uh, yeah just be a wolf yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. eat stuff. Yeah. That's, uh, it's like... Um, and, and the tree is almost a summary of the whole story in one way, yeah. like you said, yeah, yeah. because it is somehow the shit is gold. It's Indeed. The soil is fertilizer. Exactly. So that's, exactly. that's what will yeah. make the tree grow. Yeah. Because yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't tell that in the recap, but the, the tree in the story doesn't have any leaves or any fruit yeah. or anything. Yeah, so yeah it's, it's completely it's, dead. It's nearly almost. dead. Yeah, it's, it's so mm. close to being dead. It actually starts to try to put its uh, branches down into the ground to try to get some <laughs> nutrition, uh, bending <laughs> over. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, a, it's a good uh, summary of the story in a way. Mm. But since this is the wolf moon, that's what where we have our focus. And, and uh, the wolf staying in the forest, devoid mm. of nutrition, mm is kind of the bridge over into my little full moon musing with mm. Shiva. Like I said, I, I continued along that path. That's what came to me the previous moon, and yeah. he was still there. But now the focus was changing a little bit, whereas the last moon was more about generating the inner heat. Mm. This is further along the story when Shiva is still on the mountaintop and his wife the goddess Parvati is trying to wake him up from his meditation offering him food and uh, kind of being really close to him so that he will smell her wonderful perfume or oil or whatever it is to kind of remind him of the world to remind him of his companionship uh, and that he has a job to do and that his inner heat that he has been generating on the mountaintop, which is part of his job to do, is something that is needed in the world. Mm. But like we also talked about uh, in the last full moon episode, that he can't get out of his own meditation. Mm. He is on the brink of being dissolved, forgetting about his job, what he needs to bring to the and world. His, his particularity. Exactly. He he is uh, just disappearing. Parvati 
reminds him of his particularity, his place in the world, which is also very reminiscent of this story with the young man and the wolf. Indeed, yeah. It, it is like he thinks his luck has nothing to do with the rest of the world. No, it's like no. It's, it's, it's abstract. Uh, yeah, from, exactly. Like abstracted from. Something that belongs mm. to him, not yeah. something that is in relation. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, which is reflected of of, the, of my sense also of, of being with you with, when we had our retreat and I was in this kind of tower. Yeah. And then, but the, this inability sometimes to kind of make, to, to, to take the, the gifts of the tower and bring them to yeah. the world. I sometimes am able to do that. I'm able to do that through stories, mm. I feel. But uh, but still, I feel that there's so much more I lose along the way. <laughs> because, yeah. because it's like, how how can I, how can I hold this, uh, hold, hold all this energy and the, uh, yeah, uh, there is this belief, as you, as you say, that uh, there was also a conversation between me and this chairman also that I I wanted I want I want to be universal, yeah. which is also like in a way saying Shiva saying I want to be dissolved. Now, yes, uni fucking universal. The chairman said that's <laughs> you're you're here to be that wolf to be the, the, this particular or or the, the wolf in a sense being a per, being a being that doesn't fucking care about universality but cares about the here and now. Yeah, of, of com- complete presence. Yeah, but 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 using that fire. That animates, making the animal, which is uh, which is what animal comes from in a way. Yeah, we are all animated, and then, and then using that in your particular water, your spot. Yeah, uh, then yeah. Do 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 that shit. Yeah, <laughs> not anyone else's, but this shit. Yeah, has, yeah. Be yeah. here. Mm. And and like and like you say, to be to be really concrete, to be not yes. to not be abstract. Exactly. Yeah. Not have this abstract, abstract sense idea of, of uh, something of, uh, of meaning, purpose. Yeah. yeah, purpose, meaning and purpose. Yeah, meaning. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the wolf wants to eat. That is also uh, okay. It's like yeah, uh, it can yeah. be as concrete as that. Yeah, and mm. I mean, what can be more universal than than the eating that renews life? It's uh, <laughs> it's the Indeed. very 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 core of it. Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting this thing because what also clearly came to me was a sense of, you know, shape shifting. Mm. And this this uh this this shaman speaking to me in a way of shape shifting and uh aspects like that. I had an. Uh, I also saw had an image of of uh, of, of Odin uh, with his two wolves, the greedy one and the ravenous one. They're 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 both, they're both just uh, different versions of that. Yeah, yeah. The one is hungrier than the other. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. And um, and I I was also you know the wolf and the boy, and the, this and having control over these wolf-like qualities in your life as well, mm. without letting them go amok, but also yeah. having them. In having a relation with them, as you yeah, say, yeah, and I, and I, it was this and the, the the idea of the shape shifting and this idea of the werewolf as well that came through the October moon, yeah, um, and the slaughter moon, and uh, how it basically means originally man wolf, mm. the unconscious wolf and the unconscious boy when they unite is yeah. that a way, is that a way of maybe shifting your shape, yeah, just into a different uh, or more mature aspect of yourself. That's also yeah. a possibility. Yeah, exactly. In a way, that's what life is, isn't it? It's constant shape shifting. Yeah, 
It is. You 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 shed skins and you get your own new ones, even though you don't do it like literally. You still you do you still do it literally yeah, because your skin do. does actually <laughs> <laughs> the skin does change. Yeah. So it just happens uh, not so noticeably as with snakes. Yeah. But uh, we we still do uh, exchange our our uh, our dermical layer uh, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, where am I going with this? I don't know. But <laughs> that, that was uh, actually you, you tied it together very well. I, I did. I did. Yeah, actually. Thank you for saying that. Uh, but uh, there, was, and there was one sentence that came towards the end of my, 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 my sitting. Mm. My my seta. Like sitting on, on this kind of stone. And that was that the wound is a prerequisite for creation. Mm. The young man... He goes in search of his luck. There is something that needs to start off the quest. Yeah. <laughs> that will lead him to the mm. wolf. They're yeah. a perfect match in a way. Yeah, they are. There is something missing. There is a wound. Sets things in motion. A lack of luck. A lack mm. of luck. Mm. And then to give the right nutrition for mm. the wolf, which mm. is the young man. Yeah. Yeah. It happens to Red Riding Hood as well, and that's you might see as a coming of age story. Yeah. That then of course she gets out of it. Yeah, in some versions. In some versions, not in all of them. That's true. No, that's no, true. no, no, no. No, not at not at all. Not at all. Sometimes she's just eaten. Eaten. Yeah. Which, I mean, seen in this in the light of this reading of this story that yeah. we've been talking about, suddenly takes on a different meaning yeah. because in a way. When you look at the older versions of Red Riding Hood, where basically she meets the wolf and the wolf uh, goes before her to her grandmother's and eats her grandmother and then eats her. And that's the yeah. end of the story. Yeah. Well, again, it's like, uh, hmm, maybe, maybe it's not so bad. Because who is left then? If the old one is eaten and the young one is eaten, then you have mm. somehow the mature woman. Yeah, yeah. That is the missing image mm, mm. in that story. It is, that's true. So maybe that's a much better story. <laughs> I mean, in a way, mm. it has mm. more force, energy and potential mm. than little Red Riding Hood cutting herself out or even worse, the hunter coming to cut her out. I mean, there yeah. are other ways of reading those story, versions of the story as well, as of, well course, of course. But, but seen in this light, it's mm. not so bad, which also reminds me of what we talked about during slaughter moon mm. the october moon this thing of the scary of horror mm. the gore and all of that it has its place mm. in this world it is a part of the cycle mm. some things need to be eaten and so mm. kind of make sure it's the right things yeah. <laughs> being eaten offer up the right type of nutrition for the wolf's jaws and it also reminds me of that sentence there from, from that October moon as well, that the moon does not force a skin upon you, but lest you shed the skin you're forced to wear. Mm. Interesting uh, connections here. Indeed. Uh, this was a fun take on Red Riding Hood. Mm. If, you, if you look at stories a bit too literally, in a sense, then you can only go so far. But this thing of actually seeing suddenly that, wait, you have here the image of the girl and you have the image of the grandmother, but mm. the woman is missing. So instead of looking at what's there, you look at what's not there. And that's mm. kind of what you're left with 
mm. after the fact of the story. So if the mm. story does its work, well, what do you have? Oh, mm. you have the mature woman. A counterpart to, to your yeah. shamanic talk. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and what are you left with? You have the mature man. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Potentially. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, great. Wow. Wolf Moon, thank you. Thank you.